Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. It's not quite over. I don't want to be premature, but the Packers are looking for a victory. 37-30, they have gone into New Orleans, and unless uh, the onside kick will say the watermelon kick that Mike uh, McCarthy's team perfected last week happens, then uh, you would assume that uh, the Green Bay Packers are going to go on to victory in this contest. 122 points in the first three games of the season this year for the Green Bay Packers. The most scored in the first three games in franchise history. Welcome. It's the Green Eagle Postgame Show. I'm Bill Michaels alongside Gary Ellerson. And, Gary, uh, we saw some aberrant tackling today and a defense that, again, uh, gives up quite a few points, but also a defense that came up with yet another turnover. That turns the tide, and the Packers go on to then win the game. So it's turnovers. As long as they can get them, they seemingly are going to win ballgames doing that. This is a big win. Well, Bill Michaels, I leave it to you at uh, 1030 at night. You hit me with an aberrant. I don't even know how to spell that. But, I mean, I'm assuming aberrant means that they it's took bad. advantage of opportunities that happened for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yes. I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not in that spelling bee. But most certainly, yeah, uh, if you look at the Green Bay Packers tonight, listen, and we and we talked about this, Bill, and I hate to mention well, it is. We, we are one big family. But we talked about this on the big show earlier this week. It's like how how would the how would the Green Bay Packers really win this, right? You look at Sean. It's just, he's the smartest guy in the room, and the smartest guy in the room is why do I have Taysom Hill at quarterback mm-hmm. when I have a Hall of Famer? Yep. And the turning point of the game is Taysom Hill fumbling and Zedarius Smith causing that fumble. Why are mm-hmm. we doing that? And once again, the Packers get a win. Yeah, he's got Taysom Hill with two passes for or two runs for six yards. He's also got Taysom Hill receiving the football one time for one yard. So uh, not much to Taysom Hill as the gadget guy tonight. I mean, we all saw what uh, what Alma Kamara did. I mean, Kamara was six carries, fifty-eight yards, had that big long one for forty-nine, and then had thirteen catches. Targeted 14 times, 139 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, he has 130 yards after the catch, which is amazing, and broke seven tackles tonight uh, going about it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, hey, we, we said all along that you'd like to see Kamara contained. Okay, he didn't go over the 100-yard mark rushing the football. Maybe they can say they did a pretty good job there, but – that guy was a nightmare. They still got some work to do defensively. And they were, you know, Rashawn Gary goes down with injury. Kirksey goes down with injury. Already we're missing Kenny Clark. I mean, you're missing quite a few guys here, you know? 
Well, you are, and, and I must say, uh, the Green Bay Packers. If you look at the Atlanta Falcons, was that last week? Uh, the onside kick, uh, it didn't go as well as with them. Look at the Green Bay Packers. That's how you do an onside kick. That's how you cover it. I mean, that's how it didn't go ten yards. We don't have to touch it. Yeah, I mean, listen, Bill. It, it wasn't a hostile environment in New Orleans, but yet and still, you have to go on the road to try to get a win. And to me, that says a lot for the Green Bay Packers. You already talked about it. The, the most points scored, just incredible. Bill, right. listen to this. Here's here's a crazy thing for you. They're five in a hole without Devontae Adams. Are you right. kidding me? I know. Yep. How about I'm not that, saying huh? don't pay him. You got to pay him. You gotta, I, I want him. Right. I want him on my team. But they're five and oh without this dude. Aaron Rodgers tonight, simply amazing. Without Devontae Adams, 21 of 32, 283 yards, three touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 124.9. Oh, my God. And he went to Alan Lazard for 146 yards and a touchdown. Six catches for 146 yards and a touchdown from Alan Lazard, and he also had that 72-yard bomb. You know, again, I agree with you. I think Devontae Adams is incredibly talented, and you want to pay the man. And I think Aaron Jones, 16 carries, 69 yards. Also, Aaron Jones, a couple of catches, 17 yards out of the backfield. So he ended up with, uh, with what, uh, 86 total yards tonight and a score. And he was obviously a guy that they were keying on big time. But you, you tell me, Gary, again, I want to go back to the, the, the short calls. Why are they not running A.J. Dillon? And A.J. Dillon didn't get a carry tonight, by the way. Because he can't get in the lineup. He the can't two guys the, lineup. In, the two guys in front are, are just playing well. And you're yep. going to go with your veterans before you go with the rookie. I mean, and I thought and, it was and, really – now you tell me as a running back when, when asked earlier this week about getting A.J. Dillon involved, Matt LaFleur said, yeah, he's a good runner. He needs to – and I said this all along. He looks like he's running upright with his head in the air. And, uh, and fa- first thing Matt LaFleur said, yeah, uh, we can't use him right now a lot. He, he's got to get his pads low. He's got to run up. He's got to run behind his pads. And I, and you said that last week. And I thought, damn, that was, that was dead on because he's not leaning forward and giving you that, that battering ram type of running back that he can be. Yeah, but Bill, you know what that is? That's window dressing. That, that's just like we're, you know, we need to, we're nitpicking this guy. And, but, but that's what it is. He, he just can't get ahead. I mean, he just – the two guys – Aaron Jones is, is playing like an MVP of the league, right? He is playing like he's one – like he's the number one back in the league right now. J- Jamal Williams, you look at Jamal Williams, what he's been able to do during the offseason. He looks so much better than he looked last year. I think he cut out some sugar in his diet, but he looks really good. And he really just can't get in front of those guys. Listen, Bill – do you remember watching Eric Dickerson? Yes. And I'm not Absolutely. saying A.J. Dillon's Eric Dickerson, but he had an upright running style. I mean, just real talk is he just can't get in front of these guys. I don't want to talk bad about the Packers, but once again, they take a pick in the second round, and this guy can't get on the field because the two guys in front of him are better. Absolutely. I would agree wholeheartedly. Uh, the other side of the football, the defensive side of the football, a lot of guys struggling right now for tackling. I still think this is a really good secondary. The secondary started out uh, highly agree. ranked this year, just outside of the top ten. The secondary continues to get better. But the tackling tonight, I was a little surprised 
because this secondary likes to hit, and they're better than that. And, and man, they just uh, they let Kamara get the best of them. And, and when Kirksey went down and obviously didn't have uh, the uh, – Kiki, uh, I thought he played an extremely good game he really did, tonight. Did he? he did show something to yeah. me. Uh, so, I mean, maybe you got some depth on that defensive line. But, man, I, I'll tell you what, Preston Smith has been gone. He hasn't done a whole lot. It's been more Zedarius, obviously, than Preston. And uh, and then it's been the linebacking core or the safeties that have been coming up. So, uh, but this defense right now, I guess until you get your full complement back, they're going to continue to struggle. They've given up so far this season thirty four twenty one and now thirty again tonight. It's going to be where the the offense is just going to have to give give us one turnover and we'll go ahead and win you the ball game. And that's kind of the way Aaron Rodgers, Matt Lafleur, and company are kind of thinking, I guess, right now. Yeah, really, they really are. They're going to rely on their offense, and that's what they're doing. Offense going to score points, which sets up the defense to pass rush. And that's kind of what that their thing is. I mean, you saw the game plan of the New Orleans Saints. They came in, they tried to run the football. They did a really good job of it. I mean, you saw the Saints, they come out with some different formations. They ran a lot of unbalanced lines here building the second half where they had them outnumbered on one side or the other, and they ran the football very well. But I think at the end of the day, they just really couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers. They didn't have a they didn't have a – a really answer for him. And then whoever thought. And Alan Lazard, he's not really a fast guy, but he just gets open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you start thinking about, okay, is it is it the scheme or is it players? I'm going to be honest with you right now, Bill. It's the players. I'm not sorry. It's the scheme. It's the right. scheme right now of Matt LaFleur that are getting these guys open, and he's setting them up for all the one-on-ones that they're getting. it, and, 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 and really – I would have never thought, Bill, I'm going to say this right now. In my wildest dreams, I would never thought that Aaron Rodgers is reading defenses the way he's doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. it is just uncanny. It is incredible. The things that we were pissed off about with Aaron Rodgers, remember this, Bill? We were doing this? You and I have been doing this postgame show for about 15 years now. That may be aberrant. What's that really <laughs> Aberrant. I don't know if I used it just right then. But, Bill, you remember we we come on, we talk about he's patting the ball, he's holding on the ball. Yeah. He's just holding on to it. He just throwing him. Bill, he doesn't even do that anymore right now. Right. I know. It's like it's what I, when he – I keep talking about what, when he said, hey, I went back to 2011 and looked at what I was doing. He's, he's, he's being unbelievably – and I hate to say efficient, Gary, because it's a terrible word for a quarterback, I guess, but he is doing everything right now. I mean everything right now. The Green Bay Packers go to 3 and 0 on the season. They join elite company including the Chicago Bears who got a comeback oh, win and now Nick Foles is their quarterback uh which uh, they went to they bench Mitch Trubisky in mid-game and now Nick Foles is the guy so now you got to wait and see what they're going to decide later this week but uh the Green Bay Packers 3 and 0 on the season. And they have the best net point differential short of the Baltimore Ravens in the entire National Football League. Uh, the Colts, who had their third game today, I think may have ended up just a couple of points better, so maybe they're third in the league. But they have a net 37 points so far this season, and they continue to play good football. And offensively, this is everything I think you wanted to see with Matt LaFleur. He's got everybody involved. Hey, there was a Jay Sternberger signing tonight. I know we need that. We need him. I mean, he was another high pick by Gutekunst, right? And we need this guy to show up. He's got he's got to play better. I mean, you're, you're, Owen Burke showed up a little bit today on special teams. Would you like to see him on the defensive side of the ball? 
he played, you know, he played well. So, I mean, we, we need these high picks that they've drafted to show up and play well and contribute and do something. So, you're right about that, and, and, and I'm good with that. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, go ahead and give us a shout. We would love to hear from you. Again, 855-830-8648. And uh, we want to get your phone calls and your reaction to the contest tonight. Packers knock off the uh, New Orleans Saints down in the Big Easy. 37-30 is the final before about, uh, what, 700 people, I think they said they were going to allow yeah, through the gates. Some, is... Yeah, 700 people in there, yeah. That was it, before friends, 700 yeah, well, people today. Yeah, the friends and family discount I think they had tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is. It was amazing. I was watching yeah. uh, during the broadcast, and then uh, Mike Tarico, who was filling in for Al Michaels tonight. Yeah. Al Michaels yeah. uh, conceded yeah. that he would uh, – you know, allow Mike Tirico to do three because Mike Tirico is the heir apparent when Al Michaels decides yeah. to retire. Right, right. And uh, Tirico is uh, going to uh, he's going to call anywhere from three to five games this season, depending on what Al's schedule he wants it to be. So we got Mike Tirico tonight, but uh, they showed the uh, the pictures and the video and the audio of uh, a normal Superdome with going right. crazy of Houdat Nation and. It was vastly different. Hey, let me ask you this: all the all the questions about uh, Drew Brees and uh, his arm strength and such uh, did not throw a pass tonight over 19 yards. Uh, yeah. He had uh, the one pass to Smith for 19, but other than that, the Kamara run, the catch and run, uh, it was a pass that really only went uh, about seven yards and ended up becoming a 52-yarder. Uh, does Drew Brees look off? Look bad? Look weak to you? He's not pushing the ball down the field like he had been in previous years. Right. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's the play calling, how they're setting things up. Maybe it's Michael Thomas. I mean, you can't guard Mike. You take him out of the lineup, that's got to affect you. And, you know, you look at the, the New Orleans Saints, which is a little bit different. A lot of their formations are set up as one-on-one formations, meaning that to get Mike Thomas open. And, and, and he's not the fastest guy in the world. But he seems to get past people and get over the top. And so I think right now uh, that may be throwing Drew Brees off a little bit. You remember that one year when Jordan Nelson got hurt for the Green Bay Packers? Right. And Rodgers took a little dip too. Uh, and so because that offense was predicated on on uh, Jordan Nelson getting open, one-on-one matchups. It, the, the, the Saints offense is very similar. You look at the offense right now the Green Bay Packers have right now. It's not really predicated on one guy getting that one-on-one matchups, but it's really about the scheme, scheming these guys open with underneath routes, with crossing with crossing routes, with over routes, with play-action pass, with bunch formations, and it's the same formations with different sets. So I think that's the difference between the two offenses right now. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, go ahead and do so. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll start to get to some phone calls and get your reaction to tonight's contest. The Packers get a win. They go to 3-0 and on the season. Next up, a home game on Monday night next week against the Atlanta Falcons. A week from tomorrow night, I should say. Packers get a win 37-30. We got more of the Green and Gold postgame show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. How did Green Bay's first score of the game happen? Who helped to put the points on the board? It's time for the Schulze Family Beef score of the game. 
Schulze Family Beef, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check out their selection and place your order today at SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. First score of the game, and it's Schulze Family Beef, and it was uh, a drive that uh, got deep into Saints territory, and it was Mason Crosby with a 52-yarder that uh, got across the crossbar and got the uh, got the Packers on the board. Here it is. Mason Crosby. It'll be officially 52 yards out of the J.K. Scott hole. And the veteran Crosby puts up the first points of the game. 36, 50-plus yard field goal of his terrific career. There you have it. That's the opening score. That's the uh, the first drive score of the game. And, again, it's brought to you by Schulze Family Beef, and that was uh, courtesy of of NBC and Sunday Night Football. Uh, welcome back to the program. Packers get a 37-30 win. I'm Bill Michaels, Gary Ellison alongside. The injury report also brought to you by our friends at Tayback, sponsored by Tayback Veterans. If you feel you've been wrongfully denied any legal benefits, uh, go to Tayback Attorneys. That's Tayback for the payback. Go to TaybackAttorneys.com. That's TaybackAttorneys.com. Uh, and your injury report was Kirksey goes down with a shoulder injury. He did not yeah. return to the game. That's uh, That could be a very tough one. And you yeah. saw more of, like Gary had mentioned, yeah, you got more of Oren, Oren Burks. You did see a little bit of Ty Summers. Ty Summers at times, though, as well. much as that guy, it, he played well. As much as he hustled, there's times he just looks lost. And I think he yeah. just needs reps. He just needs yeah. reps. That's all it is. And then uh, Rashawn Gary left the game with an ankle injury tonight as well, late in the ballgame, and did not return. So those are your two injuries. But other than that, the Packers ended up relatively healthy. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's talk to our first one out of the shoot tonight, Joe listening to us in Atlanta, which uh, the Falcons are next up on the docket. Joe, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, what's up, it. Joe? Well, uh, kind of what you were just uh, talking about. Because of uh, Sternberger, um, Tanyan, uh, Lewis, the tight end play tonight was incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the tight ends played remarkably well tonight. Um, I think that that's a huge thing. Lazard stepped up big time, and this is the best team in the NFL. What? 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 Well, you're right about it. Real, real quick before you go, before Green Bay you... against Baltimore, Green, Green Green Bay would beat Baltimore. I mean, it, it, this is the best team in the NFL. Now, are you in Atlanta right now? Are you yeah. Are you in Atlanta? Yeah. And I hate saying this, but how many people in Atlanta are going absolutely crazy with these last two losses they've had? It's it's, well, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but I I don't know. I'm not a Falcon fan, so I can't can't help. Okay, it. all right, well, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Bill, I mean, they, can, they can they can I don't know. Okay, sounds good. Okay, they're there. So Bill, I, of course, you know I'm from the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised as a Falcons fan. Uh, Steve Barkowski, William Andrews, Billy Whiteshoe Johnson. Uh, right. is, is it Tommy Nobis? I mean, I grew up watching these guys play, right? My sister, uh, most of my friends from Atlanta, they've been texting me all day. They're just absolutely done with with uh, with, with, with Quinn. They mm-hmm. want him gone. They want him out. But you know what? They lose a game pretty much the way they lost the one the week before. And where they're on top, because I think they can score points, but then you come down to the end of the game, Matt Ryan just doesn't do it for you. And it, and it takes you all the way back to the to the Super Bowl 
Right. Didn't they have a huge lead against the? Was that the yep, Patriots? Against the Patriots, yeah. They lost, They blew the biggest lead, a halftime lead in Super Bowl history. And they're and still losing just games evaporate. like that. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. Yep. Yep. No, I I completely agree with you. I mean, to watch that team completely collapse, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like watching Detroit. Where Detroit, where they'll get up, they'll feel good, and all of a sudden you yes. can just tell the body language. You start watching them just deteriorate, and they're just done. You know just what, Bill? See, you hit me in my heart because you know I used to play for the Lions, so I know exactly how that feels. So yep. I'm a Falcons fan, and I play for the Lions. It, whatever will go wrong will go wrong for both of those mm-hmm. franchises. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. It, it's just you could just kind of kind of see it coming. But he's right. I mean, the, the, we had mentioned that to the tight ends tonight. Integral play in well. this. Uh, you got to Tanya in five catches, 50 yards, had the touchdown. Uh, Sternberger with three catches uh, for 36 yards, had that long one for 23 to get the pick up the first down. Mercedes Lewis, a catch tonight in the end zone, uh, takes it into the end zone for a touchdown tonight as well. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the tight ends, uh, you know, came up big tonight for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers, no doubt. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Uh, let's go to our buddy Ty in Philadelphia. We've got a few minutes here. Let's go to Ty. Ty, how you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Another win. Yeah, man, another one, man. That's a big one, man. Uh, this is a big one, big, big one. Uh, you know, I don't care about no fans being there or whether they was there. It's still a hit-you-in-your-mouth game, and uh, – come out with a W against that team, that defense, that quarterback in his house. It says a lot about the Packers, man. It's definitely a statement game, man. Far and they, and and they did it with injuries. They did it without Kenny Clark. They did it without uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Absolutely. again, without his best weapons, figures out other guys to go to. Matt LaFleur, and I, I thought sometimes some of those play calls specifically in some of the short-yarded situations were a little questionable, but for the most part, the offense seems to be flowing. That. Made a good point on that. I didn't understand why they – because the, uh, the Saints' defense is a good front. They got a good front. I'm like, why not use Dylan in this situation? So his situational play calling tonight, as far as the personnel that he used, was not great to make, especially in the short yardage. You draft a guy in the second round, not to be glued to the bench. He has to help you in some way at some point of the season. But uh, my other takeaway is Aaron Rodgers played great. He looks rejuvenated. I uh, love the way he's throwing the ball. He, he he didn't lose nothing like everybody was saying. Aaron Jones, bona fide star in this league, top five running back bar. None, none of that top ten crap. He's a top five running back. It's not top three. Uh, Packers, man, they offense is, is great. Off to a good start. The defense, the tackling, don't, love, don't like it. Seemed like they play soft at times. The pass rush wasn't great tonight to me. Um don't like this defense at all. I just feel like it's waiting to be had. I'll say that. It's waiting to be had, and it just depends on who's going to handle to them. But as long as this offense is able to score 35 points a game, the Packers will be there in the end. There will be a tough out for anybody in this league. I, that I completely agree with. Ty, you you appreciate it. Thanks for listening to us in Philadelphia, as always, too, my friend. Hey, uh, Gary, this is the kind of numbers the Packers are putting up. The Packers have scored the fifth most points in NFL Super Bowl era through the first three games of any season with 122. That's behind only the 1968 Cowboys, the 2013 Broncos, the 66 Cowboys, and the 2015 Cardinals. That's it. That's the, that's the, uh, and those teams, by the way, when uh, four out of the five went on to win Super Bowls. Yeah. So you say to yourself, oh, is this going to be a, it's going to be a, 
a running, you know, it's going to be a running game. Uh, they're going to run the football. They're going to line up. They're going to have 50-50, you know, uh, uh, run-pass ratio. That's what we're trying to get to. We're take the football out, out of Aaron Rodgers' hand. And what it has proven to be, Bill, is a very efficient offense and an offense that can do it without, I would say, one of their best playmakers in Devontae Adams. They're 5-0 and without him playing. Packers 37-30. They get to win the night down in New Orleans. This was a big one that many had chalked up as a possible loss. Now they've got an Atlanta Falcons team that is reeling coming in on Monday night, October 5th, before they go into their bye week and try to get healthy. We're going to talk about that coming up. Stay tuned. we got a lot more to dissect in this game. We're going to take your phone calls. Those of you that are on hold, I promise you we're going to get to you right out of the shoot when we come back. Stay tuned. we got more of the Green and Gold Post Game Show. I'm Bill Michaels. He's Gary Ellerson. We'll be back right after this. Sports Talk Network. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. It's always a tough place to play in Houdat Nation, but without the fans, the Packers go in and have a seemingly easier time of it. The fans, not a factor. Aaron Rodgers drawing off the Saints three separate occasions, and the Packers walk away with a 37-30 win. Welcome to the Green and Gold postgame show. Don't forget, the Green and Gold OT is coming up after midnight, the bewitching hour tonight, with Radio Joe Zinzola. But I'm Bill Michaels, Gary Ellerson alongside. We're back together again, and uh, this uh, this was a good one. The drive of the game. It, uh, it was brought to you by our good friends at Chevy, by the way. Uh, find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado, your local Chevy dealer uh, that go to WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Again, WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Zadarius Smith comes up with the sack and with uh, the hit, the fumble. Uh, Taysom Hill puts the ball on the turf. Packers recover, and then the Packers go downfield and put it into the end zone, and this is how they did it. Follow from the practice squad. Play fullback and lead the way. It's Rodgers. It's wide open for Robert Tunyon. And the touchdown. You want to know how you get to 16 and 3? Make calls like that. Showing off. Terrific drive. One of those drives when you want to take control of the game. And Green Bay does just that to go up nine here on the Saints at the two minute warning. They did exactly that. The call by Mike Tirico on uh, NBC Sunday Night Football along with Chris Collins where Tanya gets a one-yard touchdown pass. That put the game away 37-27 at that point. You'd get a Lutz field goal to make it 37-30, but that's the way it ended. The Packers win the time of possession 31-40 to 28-20. And, uh, and Gary, it was the first time that uh, the time of possession in a ball game in the first three games of the season was actually close for the Green Bay Packers. They've dominated with a lot of long grinding drives but when you've got a guy like Kamara they did it back to the Green Bay Packers tonight well they really did and I think when you go back and look at the Packers and and this game and try to rehash it I mean we knew it was going to be a close game right I mean 
the, the Saints, they were kind of in a must-win type situation early on in the season. They didn't play well uh, in their last game. Uh, but, I mean, you know, the, the defense, when you look at the defense, they still made plays that they need to make. I mean, I tweeted out early on, Bill, that they need to try to get at least two stops per quarter. And I think they almost did that and, and, and then get some turnovers. And, and they did that. I mean, you, you're right when you talk about early on. Um, I thought that you look at the defensive line, even though you had no Kenny Clark, I thought they played reasonably well. I mean, you had uh, – was it Kiki? You had him step up, and he had a couple key plays. And that's what they need. And you look at Ty Summers. I thought he came in. He played okay, played well. Uh, you talked about the back end already. I think maybe uh, that may be the, I would say, the most promising thing of the defense is probably the secondary. I mean, it is, that secondary looks pretty good with what they have back there. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls, and let's see who we got. Uh, we got Randy on the northwest side. Randy, welcome to the program, man. How you doing today? Hey, it's doing good, Bill. Um, first, I got to say, I, I love how Aaron spread the ball around and I thought Alan Lazard looked so good. Um, I thought that uh, I don't have any, like the guy in Philadelphia, I don't have any faith in his defense, um, especially that play where Kamara, I think it was the fourth quarter, that touchdown, that was some of the sorriest tackling I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Six, seven people missed, and uh, I did not have any faith in his defense at all. But overall, it was nice. I do have one question for you guys. Why can't we spray the ball around like, or why can't he spray the ball around like this even when Devontae Adams comes back? Wouldn't that be well, nice? Well, I think they did yeah. that. I, I think they didn't, they, Bill? Didn't yeah, he hit yeah, like that, I mean, last they have, game? Was it 12, 13 yeah. different guys last game? And, well, Devontae went down with the injury mid-game, but here's the thing, and I appreciate the phone call. Here's, here's the answer to that. This is the same way as saying, well, you've got a good gadget guy, so allow them to run gadget plays and take the ball out of the hands of Aaron Rodgers. You don't take the ball to one of the most dynamic players, uh, which is why you're going to go to Devontae Adams more. There's more plays called for Devontae Adams. Uh, but I, I agree. Look, Aaron Rodgers right now is dropping. He's getting a hold of the, the – or he's, he's like tonight, there was a quick out that he threw. He looked off because the, the primary receiver was Aaron Jones coming out of the backfield. And, I mean, within a, a, a split second, he went – he was covered. He ripped over to a, a, a pass across the middle. And it was really no big deal. But that was something that Aaron Rodgers in the past would have tapped the ball and then looked for another guy and looked for another guy and then looked for another guy and then decided to throw the ball. This was one where he just went, nope, going to take what's given to me. Here we go. And I thought it was one of just uh, kind of the, the microcosm of what it has been this season for Aaron Rodgers. And you said it, Gary. He's not tapping the ball. He's not patting it. He's not running around. He's just getting rid of the ball. And they alluded to that. He's one of the fastest releases in the NFL right now. Which you never would have thought would happen. Nope. I mean, Bill, we 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 done his post game shows, and we we've talked about that how he's just holding on to the ball, and he's probably taking less sacks right now too, because of that. He's he's in rhythm, on time, getting rid of the football. It's just awesome. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls. Got a lot of people holding. Uh, let's go to Daniel listening to us in Los Angeles. Daniel, how you doing today? What's going on? Hey guys, how's it going? Great to be on the air. Glad to have you. What's up? 
Yeah, so you guys touched on this a little bit, but, man, you know, we're, we're hyping up some of these young guys a lot. Some of the veteran performances really impressed me. You touched on uh, Mercedes Lewis, not only the, the big catch there, obviously, but uh, just doing fantastic work blocking, I mean, like he has throughout his whole career. And, I mean, I, I think he's been a key part of, especially some of those edge plays uh, that have gone for big games. Um, Mason Crosby, basically automatic at this point. Like, when they're setting up him for a field goal, I'm basically getting up to go to the bathroom because I expect him to make it every time. <laughs> um, and then uh, just a quick story. I was texting with a friend who was a Saints fan uh, during the game. She was not very happy, especially when Rodgers got the uh, defensive jump off sides and then got the pass interference call in the end zone that put him at the one-yard line. And she was like – oh, my gosh, really, like, upset. And I was like, yeah, this is vintage Aaron Rodgers. Like, I know you don't watch him a lot, but this is what he does. And it's good to see, like, that 2010, 2011 Aaron Rodgers where he just seems in full control out there, right? Yeah, this is the 2010, 2011 Aaron Rodgers. The difference between the 2011 Aaron Rodgers uh, and, and this Aaron Rodgers, Gary, is that 2011 Aaron Rodgers was downfield. That was like an aerial act that he was putting on with those guys, with the, with Jordy and Greg and James and Donald. And you go through that list of receivers, Jermichael. That was a that was an aerial show they were putting on back then. No, it, it really was. I think if you look at this offense right now, it's more about ball control offense, right? And and they'll take their shots like they did with Alan Lazard. They took a shot deep with Alan Lazard. They got him behind the defense. But for the most part, it's bunch formations, a little over underneath routes. They're doing all that. They they do some like wide receiver screens over there. Uh, but and then they want to run the football. And then they want to mix in Aaron Jones within that. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 an offense that I think that can get vertical, but it's also an offense that wants to run the football and sell play action pass off of that. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Got an email here from Brett. Brett writes us on the Wendy's email inbox. He says, "Hey guys, what are your thoughts on the young inside linebackers? Are they just not finding the field because they don't know it, or is are they just not finding the field because they're just not that good?" And and you and I talked about that a little while ago, Gary. Just basically saying, "You're not quite sure they're not finding the field, but tonight it looked like they had a lot of hustle and they just need reps. They need more looks. You know what I mean?" Well, they do, and so, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, Bill, I think we're all going to agree that the defense is probably, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, this is what holds them back. I don't think that we will be surprised by that. But they just need to make a number of plays. I think if you look around the NFL right now, there's no real dominant defenses. I mean, like, you know, the Leroy, Butler, Leroy Butler's defense when they went to the Super Bowl, uh, the Baltimore Ravens when they went, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they went. There aren't any defenses out there like that anymore. They're, they're not. I guess the best defense, and I'd have to take a look at some of the rankings right now, but uh, I think the best defense, could you say it was Baltimore? Yeah. You know, yeah, Baltimore, I, I know Washington's that. playing really good. I know San Francisco is yeah. pretty good. Um, maybe Baltimore. Um, I just, I, I can't, you know, New Orleans is okay. Um, San Francisco, I had mentioned, Buffalo's been pretty good as well. Uh, Chicago's got a good defense. I can't discount what Chicago's got because their overall defensive rating, when I looked at it last, well, I think it was last week, I think they were like fifth in the league. But um, but but now who knows how good Chicago is going to be if they make the uh, you know the permanent move to Nick Foles? I think once you 
Sat Trubisky, you sent the message that Trubisky's just not the answer. And then they went to Nick Foles late in that game, and again, uh, they beat up uh, on Atlanta. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll take more of your reaction. Getting your phone calls, your tweets, uh, emails. You can hit us up however you want to do it. Packers get a win, 37-30. They go to 3-0 and on the season. Next up, it's a Monday night contest against the Atlanta Falcons. Hang in there for that. More of the Green and Gold postgame show coming up right after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Sometimes you got to stick. And sometimes you got to hit. Let's find out the hit of the game. Brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. 37-30, 37-30, the Green Bay Packers, they get a win. They knock off the New Orleans Saints. They go to 3-0 and on the season. And uh, the hit of the game, as uh, you just heard right there, brought to you by the Boilermakers, uh, Local 107, building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Kingsley Kiki had not one but two. Here it is. So the Saints keep it. They got a nice return out of it, taking over the 39. Here's Breeze looking downfield, and he doesn't pull the trigger, and he's brought down. Is Kingsley Kiki in there again? This time he gets the sack. He forced a fumble earlier. Kingsley Kiki with two sacks on the day had to come in uh, because you had some guys up front that were, uh, we'll say, lacking, and uh, obviously Kenny Clark not there. Kiki getting some playing time and taking advantage of it. Again, it's brought to you by our friends at the Boilermakers Local 107, building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers Local 107. Dot com Boilermakers107.com. That's Boilermakers107.com. Uh, Gary, got a couple of uh, emails here that I want to get to that uh, shot to us. Uh, Bill Michaels at BillMichaelSports.com and said, uh, Gary, have you ever seen anything like this for a new coach to come into a system and set the world on fire? He is now 16-3 and three in the regular season. I'll just no, leave it to you. I mean, They're asking you. Well, well no, I, I would say the only thing that come close would be uh, Barry Switzer, when he took over for what was that Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. And they get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, but but there was a team that was stacked already with a bunch of Pro Bowlers. This is a team that is rebuilding with players that are not of the caliber of what they had on that Dallas Cowboys team. I think what you see is you got a Hall of Fame quarterback who is bought in to the system of Matt LaFleur and is running it to a T. They have deficiencies. I mean, yes, I mean, would I, would I like a receiver like that? What's that cat name for the Cowboys, Bill? That C.D. Lamb? C.D. Lamb, yeah. Would I love a guy like that for the Packers? Yeah, then they don't have that. Right. Um. But what seemed to happen is Matt LaFleur seemed to be scheming to get guys free. Bill, let's just let's – just be- and I, and I hate to now. I, I may have done this every every, but I I just got to back up just a little bit. Do you remember when when they went to go get Matt Lafleur and and uh, Mark Murphy said that this was the guy? He mm-hmm. knew it right away. Right. Do you remember all that? Yep. And then he wanted to hire him, but then they slept on it or something else like that. I mean, it, it's him and just, Rose Ball woke up the next day and said, "Yeah, that's still the guy." Right? You remember that? Yeah. We didn't see this guy being hired. No, I mean, no, no one saw this. So, 
once again, what I, I want to give Martin Murphy credit once again for hiring this guy. And then I thought maybe he was too young. And I was saying to myself, there ain't no way Aaron Rodgers is listening to this dude. And, man, I, I really, Aaron Rodgers has bought it. it. It looks like hook, line, sinker to what's going on. And I don't know if it's the Jordan Love deal or, you know, that's motivated him or whatever. But they're, they're doing – I mean, he's doing a great job of getting Rodgers in on the same page that he is. Yep, no doubt. Uh, and, and you know what? I think he let Aaron – take a hold of the situation and then there were times throughout the season you and I noticed where Matt LaFleur kind of put the hammer down he did right yeah and then said you're Aaron Rodgers but this is my team (laughs) and and we applauded him for it because it was like okay it's time it's it's you know that's it's a good working relationship as of right now I think all the all the stories about well is Aaron mad and is Aaron this and is that I think it's being overblown I, I think that there's a good understanding there and and right now it's working, and as they say, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, unless, of course, you're talking about the defense. But as a whole, Correct. the team's winning. Well, they, they got some work there. Yeah, they got some work to do, no doubt. Eight Bill, real quick, eight. real yeah, quick before, before you go, uh, let's, let's big shout-out to the Milwaukee Brewers, right? How about that, huh? Right? Yeah, Brewers, kind of, three years I don't want to say back into the postseason, but they get into the postseason. Yeah, three years in a row. Yep. Three years in a row, they're in. I thought, well, Joe, I even did a piece on this where I said, look, uh, we did a buy or sell segment on, on my show on, on Friday. And I, he said to the Packers or the Brewers get in the postseason. I said, no, they, they lost that first one. Now they need to win basically four straight to get in to beat the Cardinals. But but no, they're not going to get in. And, and then they only won two more games the rest, of, the rest of the way. They only won three out of their last eight. And I'm thinking, there's no way in hell. No, they are two I would games agree. under five hundred, and totally agree. Never saw the Giants and the Phillies both just crap in the bed and watching the Brewers get into the postseason. I will say this: they're 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 a twenty nine and thirty one team going into play the Los Angeles Dodgers, who is the best damn team in baseball, in my opinion. It's I hope they've got. I hope that offense wakes up and their clutch hitting wakes up, or it could be a very short lived postseason. Right, I, I would agree. And that, no way I saw that happening too, but but I'm glad they're in and yep. we get to see some extra baseball. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. I look, yeah. they're going to be playing a later game, but I, I'm absolutely positively yeah, it's, all it's for fine. it. All right, here we go. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Art listening to us in Honolulu, Hawaii. What? Gary, big Packers fan. He said, uh, Atlanta. Do they fire their coach before the next game, or do they ride this out? Arthur Blank is not a knee jerk reactionary guy. If no, you've ever not. read his books. He's not. He's not. He's written books about, right. uh, you know, his managerial skills through Home right. Depot and such where he yeah. doesn't react with emotion. Mm-hmm. But I got to figure he's pretty hot under the collar right now. Well, the way they're losing make it hot on the yeah. collar. Yep. I mean, I mean, they were just getting blown out right away. But there's something not right within uh, that team. Uh, and I know they were they were without a lot of players today, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Julio, Julio Jones in play. They were short defensively, uh, and Matt Ryan didn't look particularly well today, but he did the week before. So something is just not right there. I don't think they fire him. Um, you're right. Blank is one of those kind of guys. Um, I don't see them doing a McCarthy, uh, but you never know. It very well could be. But it, it just doesn't feel like Blank is one of those guys that's going to go in and, and let uh, Quinn go during the season. 
If I had to say there's a coach that's going to be fired first this year, it would be Dan Quinn. I, I think he would be the guy. I'll tell well, you what. They're what pretty the Lions, right what, now in Minneapolis. Zimmer's 0-3. Oh, what did the Lions do today? Did um, they play today? They won. Yeah, they, they won. I thought they won. Yeah, 26-23 out in what? Arizona. They ended up knocking off the Cardinals. I can't believe the Cardinals got beat. I have so that would have that would have been my first choice of being going as Patricia. Yeah. But Zimmer 0 and 3 right yeah. now out there in uh out there or up there in Minnesota. So I you know, the Steelers come back and get a win. Uh they the every, you know, the whole Watt reunion over there. The Steelers yeah. got a win over the Texans, so the Steelers are a 3-0 and football team. The Packers are a 3-0 and football team. The Seahawks are a 3-0 and football team. Uh, the Bears, unbelievably, we talked about them. They're a 3-0 and football team. But somebody asked me uh, on Twitter, they said, is it time to start talking about the Packers being the worst 3-0 and football team in the NFL? No. I said, no, it's time to talk about the Bears. Yeah. The Bears have already had – they got a quarterback controversy. They're sitting at 3-0. and They right, scored 20 to come back and win that game today in the fourth quarter. Totally agree. Totally so, agree. I, look, I, sometimes you get you get it done with luck. If they figure out their offense, their defense is top ten. Right. They could be a decent team. Right. They could be. And and Foles is one of those guys not going to turn the ball over. So, that plays right into their hands and what they want to do there offensively. Yeah, Mr. Trubisky, not a good day today, and that's the reason no. they ended up going to Nick Foles. Awful. But, yeah. He's just – he that what an incredibly wasted – dumb pick and when yeah. we when they Moved did up. that when they did that you and i were doing that draft show we both said that's just dumb right and it turns out to be incredible. i hope we're not saying dumb. about jordan love uh i tell me about it right i was i was watching patrick queen uh last week some film on him now he's gonna be playing again tomorrow night leads the uh leads leads the uh the, the ravens and tackles and yeah. quarterback oh, yeah. hurries and pressures and he's he's been solid for the way they've used him so and he was right there, and both you and I thought that's who they were going to get. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Jordan Love pick came up, and you could hear the whole building groan. Uh, I got another one here. This is uh, from uh, Jacob. Jacob listening to us up in Final Lock. He says, uh, great show as always, guys. I appreciate you being up late. He wanted to know when Kenny Clark is going to be back and how much longer with Devontae Adams. Kenny, I don't know with Kenny Clark, but Devontae Adams was out running before the game today. Now, he was already listed as, as out uh, he tried to practice this week. I would say, Gary, if you can milk both of those guys through the next game and let them rest up for a bye week, bring them back the week after when you got to go down to Tampa Bay. Yeah, no doubt about it. In a perfect world, that's what you want. Yeah. I mean, let them heal up best you can. I mean, but it feels like Kenny Clark is close to returning. But if you can hold him out one more game, yeah, most certainly. I'd do that all day long. Yeah, I would do that too. When we come back – Going to hear from Aaron Rodgers, who uh, just spoke to the media just a little while ago after this contest. Packers get a win 37-30 down in the Big Easy. Now it's Atlanta on a Monday night game. Stay tuned. More of the Green and Gold postgame show is coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let's hear from the QB of today's game. Let's hear what number 12 has to say after this one. Brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. RobertHackDiamonds.com. 
37-30, the Packers get a win over the New Orleans Saints. Next up is the Atlanta Falcons. It's Green and Gold postgame show. I'm Bill Michaels. Gary Ellerson got an incredible stat for you. A couple of them, as a matter of fact, when it comes to quarterback play and next-gen stats. After we get done taking a listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say after the game. Here he is. There you go, Aaron Rodgers talking about the night, highlighting Jay Sternberger quite a bit. Uh, and, Gary, uh, Aaron Rodgers in the offense had play action, using play action 52% of Aaron's dropbacks, his highest play action rate game in the last five seasons. That's, well, that's how what much ma- play action. Well, yeah, but that's now. what makes the offense go. I mean, everything looks yeah. like one another, right? And you know what right. I got out of that, Bill? Here's the big thing I got out of that. When he said that Matt LaFleur had some great plays, options that he called. I love mm-hmm. that. Because I don't right. know if he would have said that last year. Right. And, no, and, and which leads to me that he's, he's bought into what they're trying to get done. Yep. No doubt. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up and tell you the MVP of tonight's game. Coming up next in the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Wisconsin wide. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Somebody stood out today. That player is the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's see who Bill and Gary choose from today's game. Brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Locations throughout Wisconsin and Iowa. Family born and employee owned. On the web at vanhornauto.com. Welcome back. Packers going to win 37-30. They knock off the New Orleans Saints. Time now for the MVP of the game. Gary, we know the statistics for Aaron Rodgers because 21 of 32, 283 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, a quarterback rating of 124.9. But damn it, I'm going in a different direction. I'm shocking you because I sat down and did the math. After three games, Aaron Rodgers said something during that press conference. He said, the sack tonight was on me. After three games, that would mean that the offensive line has only given up one sack and six hurries. Yeah, oh yeah. This season. That's yeah. it. I'm going with the offensive line. Okay. The MVP, I'm getting, it's time they get recognized. I'm going with the For offensive sure. line tonight. Sure. sure. They're, prob- they're probably the best offensive line in, in, in the NFL right now, the three games. No doubt about it. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. We good with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's going to go in that it. direction. Thank you very yeah, much. Good job, Bill. Yeah. Damn, Aaron chiming in, giving yeah. his guys love. Yeah. That is your MVP. We're going to give it to the offensive line. The Van Horn Automotive uh, MVP of the game brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group with locations throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa. Family born and employee owned. You can check them out on the web at VanHornAuto.com. Let's go to Jim listening to us in Chicago. Jim, how you doing today, man? Good. How are you guys doing? We are well. What's on uh, your mind? Uh, well, hey, listen. Uh, a couple things. I, you know, uh, a year ago I went to uh, Packers training camp and I just talked to like a lot of the sideline workers. Asked them, "What are you seeing with uh, Lafleur as the coach?" And uh, they commented on, you know, everything looks a lot tighter, a lot cleaner. Um, you know, with that being the case, what do you guys think is uh, is going on in, in regards to the current environment that these guys are playing in? Obviously, empty stadiums. It's a lot more like what the practice environment is. So how much does does it does it help us with uh, having you know somebody like Aaron Rodgers who's a, you know KG veteran leading all these guys that uh, they're they're relatively rookies you know they're they're guys with not a lot of experience guys, a lot of guys stepped up tonight that don't have a lot of experience 
because you know we haven't won in, in New Orleans since Super Bowl Thirty One. You know, so um, mm-hmm. how much of uh, everything that's going on is, is helping us with that? Uh, Gary, I think you said at the beginning of the season, this is a team that everybody was coming back, basically. So familiarity in a short season, if you will, and practice and and all that kind of stuff. And and they didn't really have to bring anybody else in to learn everything. So maybe they just got a head start because other teams are still kind of catching up where they already kind of knew the system. They just needed to absorb it a little more. Right. And, you know, their motto is bring your own juice. That's what they came into this season with, and that's what they're doing. And, you know, the, the, you know, you listen to the quarterback. The quarterback is bought into the offensive game plan, bought, bought into what Matt LaFleur is doing. You look at uh, Zadarius Smith. He's picked up where he left off at last year. Yeah, you have a hole at inside backer. But you talked about this earlier. The secondary is playing really good. I flip back over to the offense. The offensive line is probably one of the best offensive line in the game today. You look at the running backs. They're probably one of the best running back tandems. In the league, you know, if you if you just AJ Dillon hadn't got any run, but you still you had AJ Dillon, Jamal Williams, and and Aaron Jones. They're probably the best in the league. Wide receiver, would you like a little bit more depth there? But shoot, I mean, Lazard gave you a huge big time game today. Sternberger stepped up for you today. Mercedes Lewis had some good games. Uh, uh, he had some good uh, moments today. You look at Tanya, what he did today. So they're using everybody to their maximum. They're getting everything out of everybody that they have right now. Coming up next on the docket, you got uh, the Green and Gold OT coming up uh, immediately following this program. Radio Joe Zinzola is going to have that tonight. Uh, I'm going to be covering this all day and all throughout the week on uh, my program. Gary, I know you guys are going to be doing it on the local station, our flagship station out of Milwaukee, 105.7 FM, The Fan and The Big Show. Coming up tomorrow, you guys made some big headlines, getting Bakhtiari to talk a little bit about that contract. Yeah, then when he hung up the phone, he told us, don't ask him about his contract no more. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you say, okay, we, we got it. Okay, We're good. Got you, you know? We got you. Yeah, we got you. He, he knew. You know, he got right. it. He said what he wanted well, to they say. They got to pay him, though, Bill. Bill. They got to pay him. They don't have another one. Right. That's, I, that's I, the bottom look, line. I would agree with you. I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah. So one more time before a crowd of 712 people. In a Houdat Nationless uh, Superdome, uh, the Green Bay Packers get a win, 37-30. to 30. Next game up is Monday night, October 15th, 7-15 kickoff. We will have the Green and Gold postgame show immediately following. They take on the Atlanta Falcons. Time for us to go. Have a going. Hoop! Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.